What do you believe about yourself and your experiences? And how in the world does that impact your life? I know that's a very complicated and existential question to ask, but this complicated question is the first of many we need to ask in order for you to discover what negative belief you need to let go of. So let's chat about that, shall we? Welcome back to the Momfully You podcast. I'm Chastity, mom, therapist, and coach over on momfullyyou.com, helping you be good at being you. In my online community, Momfully You Academy, I talk more about topics like this and provide support in helping you reclaim your identity and fully love the authentic version of yourself. I'm so glad to have you here with me today as we dive into how to discover those negative, icky beliefs that you need to let go of. I connect with the therapeutic model CBT. CBT stands for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, and it's this idea that what we believe impacts our thoughts, what we think impacts our feelings, and ultimately what we feel impacts our behaviors. And so using this framework, you see that the belief is the star of the show, right? It's leading the way. What you believe about yourself directs your experiences or your perception of your experiences. I'm going to share something with you, but you have to promise that you won't judge me or send me hate mail. Did you make a promise? Okay. (laughs) I am terrified of dogs. I'm talking running a thousand miles per hour and jumping on cars, running over fences, that type of terrified of dogs, okay? It's not something that I'm proud of, but it is a real thing for me. And I know what you're thinking, you know, you might be saying, but Chastity, how can you be scared of the most friendliest things on earth? And you haven't met my dog, you would love them, you know? Right. Uh huh. I can kind of guess that you're thinking that because I have literally heard this all my life. But deep down inside, there is a belief that what you're thinking or what you might say to me that your dog is so friendly. I believe that that's kind of not true. So let me explain. (laughs) I have a belief that I cannot be safe around dogs because they're scary and they hurt people. I know. I know, but let's not take that at, you know, face value. Let me tell you about how this belief started because all beliefs start somewhere. My beliefs about dogs started when I was very young and I was watching this movie called Cujo. If you're not familiar with this movie, it's basically a story about a big, fluffy, friendly dog that gets infected with rabies and becomes very aggressive very uncontrollable, and ultimately turns on its owners. So I was very young watching this horror movie um, with my nieces and nephews because my sister, who is much older than me, um, she would pop this movie on like it was the latest and greatest cartoon. I mean, seriously, it was always on, or at least that's that's how I remember it. <laughs> um, and to top off you know, the effects from this movie... I also remember um, a boy in elementary school being attacked by dogs and um, this elderly woman was also attacked and she did not survive from that attack. So yeah, 
over time, my brain started to create this equation that all dogs are aggressive and I cannot be safe around them. Um, it was the start of a belief that still impacts me today. You know, while I don't run at the sight of dogs, I definitely feel my heart beating fast when I see them walking close to me. And most of the time, I just try to avoid them. You know, I walk the other way or I avoid areas where dogs will be just kind of all together. So I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to feel my heart beating and racing that fast. Um, In fact, I can remember many instances where my friends would invite me over to their house Um, But I would respectfully decline because or at least stay in my car because I because they had a dog and I was afraid to go in and, you know, sit with them or have fun. I knew I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself if their dog was there. And I want you to notice something um, about how much this negative belief about my safety in relation to dogs has impacted me and even my social life, right? How my behavior is about where I go or don't go is dictated by this belief that all dogs are aggressive and I can't be safe around them. Now, my logical brain knows that this isn't true. It knows that this isn't reality, right? That 100% of the time that I've been around dogs, I've walked or ran (laughs) away from them unhurt. I know that the truth about me and my fear of dogs is a perception um, from experience, some valid experiences that I've you know, watched, but it's not necessarily the reality. Uh, maybe you're wondering, what does my fear of dogs have to do with negative beliefs about myself? Well, I'm glad you asked. You know, thank you for being concerned. <laughs> this fear and belief, while I think it's pretty valid, right? It does not serve me well. It gives me a perceived protection from my skewed view of dogs being aggressive, but it ultimately does not serve me well. It can limit my ability to walk around freely when I'm around dogs and people with dogs. It keeps me on guard when I'm out in public. It just does not serve me well. And even though it may come from a valid place, right? So your negative beliefs about yourself and your life may not have anything to do with dogs, but maybe your negative beliefs, though they come from a valid place, maybe they're not serving you well. Say you've had some early experiences in life that have created some, what I call belief equations for you. These equations may sound like in order to receive love and acceptance, or avoid being excluded, I must learn how to please other people in order to receive that love and acceptance, right? Your experience of being excluded or not loved in the way that you needed is valid, but functioning out of that belief can lead to people pleasing, which is not serving you well. Another example of this could be you going through experiences where you were always being corrected or criticized. Maybe that led you to believe that you're being criticized because there's something wrong with you. So maybe in order to avoid criticism, you strive for perfection, which again, does not really serve you well because there is no such thing as perfect. I have one last example of this because, you know, 
we kind of need our examples. But maybe for you transitioning into motherhood and you kind of gathered and accumulated some new negative belief equations, right? And those things can make you feel that motherhood is so hard for you and other moms seem to have it all together. So that must mean you're not good at this. Um, So maybe you compare your lane to someone else's and you find yourself constantly trying to fill the gap of where you are and where you feel like you should be, which is not serving you well. And I know this, right? Negative beliefs can feel so paralyzing. If only there was a way to believe something different about yourself, about how you show up and interact in the world around you. Well, I've got good news and I've got some less than good news. (laughs) The less than good news is undoing negative beliefs takes some work. You know, they take a bit of digging and confrontation because we cannot heal what is hidden. So we have to think about where these negative beliefs are coming from. So to help you do that, I want you to ask yourself a few questions, okay? So ask yourself this, what themes constantly show up at my doorstep? Is it feeling inadequate, too sensitive, unsafe, unlovable, too loud? What themes keep showing up for you regardless of the situation or environment? And how does it make you feel when this theme comes up? Are you anxious, sad, afraid? What happens for you when this theme comes up, right? I think reflecting on that will help you determine how helpful or unhelpful this negative belief truly is. Next, I want you to ask yourself, where did I get this belief from? Was it the way that you were raised or taught? Did something happen when you were in elementary school that planted the seed of negative belief about yourself? Was it our society? Because our society has an issue with magnifying what's shiny and minimizing what's special. We can go on and on about how a society glamorizes perfections and a filter life and doesn't make room or space for the human nature of mistakes and ultimately the power of difference, right? Being unique, owning your lane, stepping up and making choices that feel good for you. So the seed, the seed of negative belief that started somewhere, and it's important that you kind of journey through where that, where that seed was planted. Lastly, ask yourself, what do I want to do with this belief? I think the more curious we get about how negative beliefs impacts us, the more we see that we can reroute the direction of them. We can see them as the driving forces that they are and decide to go down a different path that is leading us to choose a more helpful alternative. Um, When I first moved to Dallas, I was singing with this band at one of the local parks here. Um, And of course, I knew there was going to be dogs because people like to take their dogs to the park. Um, So, of course, I saw a dog and their owner. And I don't know what came over me, but I decided I was going to face my fears that day. So I walked up to this lady and her very big, very brown dog. And I say, excuse me, ma'am. 
and she turns around and she starts walking towards me. I'm like, oh, 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 right, right there. I just let, I need to let you know that I'm afraid of dogs. And I'm sure she was confused, right? Like, but ma'am, you stopped me. Why are you telling me to stop? <laughs> but I continued. I continued to give her my spiel about being afraid of dogs, but wanting to face that fear by petting her dog right then, right there. And this lady, God bless her heart, she was so nice and so kind, and she allowed me to pet her dog. And I knew in that moment, I was like, oh, oh, this is happening. This is legit. Like, this is real. But I know if I don't capture this moment with a picture, my friends and my family, they will never believe me. So I took a picture of myself touching this very big, very brown dog. And I was cheesing on the outside. In the inside, I was shaking because this belief that, girl, this are you sure about this? This dog could turn around at any moment and attack you, right? I had this belief going, but I knew in that moment I wanted to show up in a different way. And to this day, That picture that I took of me smiling as I'm petting this dog is one of my most bravest documented moments ever. Because for three minutes or so, I decided to believe differently. I decided to believe that I was in fact safe around dogs. Now, I wish I could tell you that that moment was the end of the story, right? That I am no longer afraid of dogs or I have this belief hanging around that, you know, all dogs are aggressive, right? But that's not quite true yet. (laughs) I have gotten so much better in my reactions with dogs, but I haven't quite conquered that belief yet. And I'm okay with that because I know it's a process. And in the same way, it may be a process for you too. And that is okay. Before we wrap up today, I want to add the disclaimer that beliefs are complicated and a lot more nuanced than our discussion today, right? Because they can be reinforced by our environment and this can make it hard for us to believe those different or alternative thoughts, right? If you believe that you are not enough, and even though that is not true, right, If you are in a relationship, whether that be with a family member, a friend, or a romantic relationship, or environment that makes you feel that you indeed are not enough, you might believe that you are not enough, right? So oftentimes, the choice to believe differently is not just up to us. We have to survey the land and truly ask ourselves, is my environment or my relationships Aligning with beliefs about me that I want to believe about myself. If they do, awesome. I love that. If they don't, maybe there needs to be some adjustments, some conversations, or inviting a professional into your world to help you work through this. Whether that professional is a therapist, right? To help you kind of journey through the planting of those negative beliefs. That could be really helpful. And you know that I'm a therapist, so I might be biased, but therapist and doing therapy can be so huge in uprooting these negative beliefs and getting you to a place that aligns to what you do want to believe about yourself, that you are capable, you are important, you are special, valuable, you do have a choice, right? All of those 
replacing thoughts that you can um, journey through. And again, I know that this can be a process, but I believe it is a process worth starting. And if you don't walk away from anything else, I want you to remember that the beliefs that you have kind of accumulated over time from other people and life experiences that have made you feel less than or unimportant or not safe or smart enough, those beliefs are not a true reflection of who you are. You don't have to accept their perceptions of you as your truth, right? You don't have to remain captive to the negative beliefs about yourself. Just like I did for those three brave moments of petting that very big, very brown dog, you can give yourself permission to choose differently. Today, mama, give yourself permission to believe differently. Now, this is not a blaming statement that says it's your fault for believing negative beliefs about yourself, but rather this is a statement of empowerment that gives you the ability to see yourself outside of those negative beliefs that have been running the show for way too long. The truth is that you can create an alternative narrative, a life-changing narrative. And just to recap, You can challenge these negative beliefs and start to cultivate this life-changing narrative by looking at what themes constantly come up in your life, by thinking about how those common themes make you feel when they do show up, thinking about where did these beliefs come from in the first place, and also by thinking What do you want to do about these beliefs now that you've recognized them? I just added part two of this discussion in Maya, my online community, because I realize how in-depth we need to go and how much I want to provide support with navigating through the complexities of some of these beliefs. So as always, you can join in as we continue to work through letting go of negative beliefs and creating alternative helpful and positive beliefs about yourself. As always, the link is provided in the show notes. I'd love to support you there. All right, mama, get curious and dare to believe differently. Until next time.